Welcome to A Beautiful Life, back to A Beautiful Life. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're watching this or listening to this. Um, today we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the organs of the human body, which I'm very excited about. This is something that I haven't really done a whole lot here on the podcast or even in any of my teachings. I haven't really dug into any of the organs other than maybe the gut. So hopefully as I start doing this, as I start digging into various functions of the body, that this will hopefully inspire a love, if you don't have it already, of the incredible mechanisms of the human body and how it all works together in this just beautiful fashion. So let's start talking about the pineal gland um, or pineal gland, sorry. The pineal gland is a tiny endocrine gland in the middle of your brain that helps regulate your body's circadian rhythm by secreting the hormone melatonin. We all know what melatonin is. It helps prevent cancer and helps you actually sleep well. So a side note here that I do want to talk about a little bit later um, in more detail later on in this episode. I won't wait until another episode. I'll talk about it today. But I do not recommend taking melatonin, and there are various reasons why, so I'll, I'll talk about that later on. So when your body does not have enough melatonin, sleep schedules then are thrown off, and that's when insomnia comes in and can become a chronic issue. So the endocrine system is a network of several glands that create and secrete hormones directly into the bloodstream to coordinate various functions throughout the body. The whole network is made up of the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, thyroid, parathyroid glands, adrenal glands, pineal gland, pancreas, ovaries, and testes. So I do have a picture for those of you watching on video. This is your brain, okay? Um, Your pituitary gland, I'm going to hook this onto my shirt so that I can still talk. Okay, so for those of you on video, I have a picture here. So your pituitary gland is right here, okay? This is your brain stem right here in your, and your spinal cord, and then you got your pineal gland right here. So it's kind of toward the back of your head, pineal gland. It's really, really small, and so it's really amazing that this tiny little endocrine gland, this little baby thing, can do so much for the body. So I will discuss other parts of the endocrine system later on in future episodes because it's just a huge topic to talk about and to discuss. So it'll be broken down into future a bunch of different future episodes, but today we're just going to talk about the pineal gland and its particular functions in relation to sleep. Sleep is a huge thing that we've been talking about on Instagram lately and in the newsletter. So not only does melatonin regulate sleep, but it also interacts with female hormones to regulate healthy menstrual cycles, something all of us females need, right? Unless you're going through menopause, then you don't really need it. <laughs> it also helps protect against the destruction of neurons, which is neurodegeneration, which can cause conditions such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. So you never want any neurodegeneration. I don't know why I can't say that. Oh, God neurodegeneration happening in your body because that just means that there is um, a destruction happening and that's when we lose start to lose our memory and um, again Alzheimer's and Parkinson's starts to set in so it's more of a an autoimmune thing 
So finally, melatonin helps regulate blood pressure, it improves cardiovascular health, and reduces the risk of cancer by blocking tumor growth. So melatonin is hugely important for your body, hugely important. One of the greatest concerns regarding the pineal gland is calcification. You've probably heard about this before. It is extremely common, especially nowadays with the influx of fluoride use and radiation and other outside toxins such as food additives and artificial sweeteners. I feel like in the 90s when I was a kid and the early 2000s is really when fluoride and toothpaste, all of these people were like, okay, we got to do fluoride mouthwash, fluoride toothpaste, drinking fluoride, taking fluoride as a as a drop internally which is crazy when you think about it now because we're more educated now. We're like, okay, why did we do that? Because fluoride actually can rot your teeth and create a bunch of different problems throughout your body. But one of the number one reasons why fluoride is terrible for you is because it calcifies the pineal gland. And then we know a lot of about radiation now. So I feel like information coming out has been hugely helpful for those of us who are concerned about this issue. So while some calcification is considered normal as you age, um, excess calcification can actually become a concern as it prevents the pineal gland from working properly. So as you get older, you will notice that you will need less sleep and that is because there's a natural calcification happening. Um, older individuals don't need as much sleep as younger ones because the calcification is, you know, it slowly occurs throughout your lifetime. And so there's less and less melatonin being produced. There are also other reasons. So you'll, it's just one other factor and one other thing that you can observe. So this, in my opinion, from the research that I have done is directly correlating to premature aging. So none of us want to prematurely age, right? None of us do. We've talked about this last week on social media. We've talked about premature aging. None of us want that, right? Especially when we're in our 20s, we're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get old. <laughs> so um, even though it does, it's, it's not necessarily on the surface level that we're going to see the premature aging, premature aging happening, but at a cellular and hormonal level. And that's when the premature aging will then, once you start breaking down hormonally and cellular at a cellular level, then you'll start seeing it on the outward. And this is when we start seeing higher risks for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's as well as migraines and cluster headaches. There are also a ton of studies on this particular subject. So if you're interested in digging into it deeper, um, I highly recommend that you do so. I'm not going to go any deeper than that because really there's just so much information. Your brain is so complex, but so is the endocrine system. So anything that has to do with the endocrine system and anything that has to do with the brain, it is a lot of information. So now that you guys kind of have an understanding of what we're talking about today, I don't want to scare you. That is not my goal with this podcast. I want to empower you. So we've already talked a little bit about sleep disorders in the past. So those of you who are watching or listening who are new, I have talked about that in past podcast episodes. You're welcome to go back and backtrack and see if you can find those. But one thing that I believe is that calcification of the pineal gland increases the risk of sleep disorders. Is calcification reversible? Yes, absolutely. The number one cause, like I said, is fluoride. 
So this is why filtered water is the best and only option that you should be going for. Tap water is a big no. Unless you have a home filtration system, never drinking tap water. Ever, ever, ever. You just, you should never be using it in your tea. You should never be using it in your coffee. You should never be cooking with it. You have to use filtered water always. Fluoride is in a lot of things. It's in our water, toothpaste, mouthwash. It can be in food items. It can be in so many different things. It's crazy how much it hides. Always choose fluoride free. In fact, fluoride, though touted to help cavities and mouth issues and taking down bacteria, it actually does the exact opposite. It breaks down tooth enamel. It creates an unhealthy environment in the mouth and can cause cavities and rotting of the teeth. So it's just important to just avoid it. In fact, if you know someone who listened to their dentist again in the 90s and I'm sure earlier than that, but I've only been alive for 27 years. So in the 90s and the early 2000s, I know that dentists in particular, my dentist did this, my mom did not listen, but those of those parents who listened to their dentist and gave their kids constantly fluoride in different different ways, like a mouthwash and toothpaste. I've had someone give them drops. You'll notice that their teeth are not as healthy looking as someone who avoided it. So anyway. All right. So how do you reverse it? That's where you're here for. That's what you're here for. (laughs) Well, you can use essential oils, both topically and internally through diffusing or using food grade oils. We always buy food grade oils um, because we like to add them to things. I like to add them to lip scrubs. I like to add them to um, mouthwash. You can add them to basically anything. You can add them to baked goods. So I always get food food grade in the most natural form just because it's easier because then you can just put them in your mouth if you need to. But if you're not getting food grade, just make sure you double check, okay? Whenever you're ingesting food grade essential oils, it is important to follow directions carefully and not overdose. That's something that you really want to make sure that you're not doing. It is just best to diffuse the oils or use them topically in lotions or just on their own. I don't have sensitive skin, so I can just put oils directly on my skin. But again, read the instructions because there are oils like basil oil that can react poorly to sunlight. So you want to just make sure that you're reading all of the all of the information. So the three top three essential oils is sandalwood, frankincense, and oregano oil. Now, oregano oil you can use as oregano. It is a brand. It is very strong oregano oil that you can add to your water and drink. Kills bacteria, but you don't want to do it internally too much because it can actually kill good bacteria. So if you can find an oregano essential oil that you can diffuse, that'll be excellent as well. So everyone is low in magnesium. We've talked about this in previous episodes as well. Why is this? Well, it's because of stress, both physical and mental, caffeine, sleeplessness, etc. The list can go on. We are all dehydrated and we are all low in magnesium. So supplementing with magnesium is a good idea. It's going to help decalcify that pineal gland. And calcium lactate as a whole, which is organic calcium magnesium supplement, or something like the Calm Stress Drink Powder are all going to be good choices for you to add into your regular routine. Finally, chlorella and spirulina help detoxify cacao powder when you get it in its natural raw form, and then apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar is actually the most popular way to detoxify the pineal gland, 
they're all helpful, all of those options for you. Um, the best way to take ACV, and I am shocked that people are still recommending that you just drink it down. Do not do shots of apple cider vinegar. Please don't. I cannot believe people are still telling others to do this. It is ridiculously dangerous. Just, it blows my mind. So anyway, the best way to take apple cider vinegar is drinking eight ounces of water with one tablespoon of ACV in it in the morning, and that'll help decalcify and detoxify. It helps with weight loss as well. You can add lemon to it. You can add cayenne pepper. That's a good weight loss uh, tip is to add a little bit of cayenne pepper, get your metabolism revved up in the morning. So please don't take shots of apple cider vinegar. Please don't. It is very bad for your enamel and it can actually burn your esophagus. So just just don't do that. And of course, removing additives, artificial ingredients, and fluoride out of your diet or your life will also help slow the progression. So that was a lot, but also I feel like I really compressed it pretty well for you guys. Um, so I hope you learned something today. I hope that I inspired maybe a deeper love for the endocrine system and how complex it is and how special and important it is. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out. Otherwise, I highly recommend doing your own research. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I highly recommend you do so. Oh, and I told you I was going to talk about melatonin. So I almost forgot about that. So melatonin, the reason why I don't recommend it for anybody, um, as far as a supplement. Now, a lot of doctors will, once they find out that you have a sleep disorder, or if you struggle with insomnia, they'll put you on a melatonin. So there are two different kinds of people that I work with. There are people with chronic insomnia and chronic sleep disorders, and there are people who are on their way to having regular insomnia. Now, the people who with chronic issues, they're the ones that we want on the smallest amount of melatonin possible. And the reason why I say that is because when you take too much melatonin, your brain is then tricked into the fact that, oh, it's thinking, oh, I already made melatonin. I don't need to make any more. So it's, a, it's not artificial, but it's, it's giving you that artificial melatonin spike. So your brain then can become addicted to that and when it becomes addicted to that and you come off of the melatonin your brain's not even going to know how to make melatonin on its own anymore and so this is something that I warn a lot of clients is that if you're taking melatonin you need to either back it up to the smallest amount possible so that you can still sleep or come off of it altogether if you can because it's just not a good idea and then the people who are not necessarily dealing with chronic sleep issues, but they do have sleep issues that they can't sleep or they do struggle with insomnia every once in a while, they're the ones that I would say, please stop taking melatonin completely. We're going to boost your serotonin levels naturally, which is then going to all going to play into the melatonin. So serotonin and melatonin are, you know, they go together. So if you have low serotonin, like the likelihood of you having low melatonin is pretty high. So we're going to do that naturally. We're going to do that through your diet. We're going to do it through maybe other supplementation that's not going to have your body relying on that source of, of um, melatonin. So then that is going to help them with their sleep issues and then they won't get to that chronic stage because we've then upped their, their hormone levels and they're going to be happy and we've done it all naturally. So it is up to you whether you want to do a melatonin supplement. I know that there are a lot of health gurus out there who will 
literally chew on melatonin gummies every time they go to bed and it just oh it's like nails on a chalkboard I'm like why are you doing this to your body your brain does get it does end up relying on that source and it just won't make it anymore so please 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 do your research if you can or if you need to um to corroborate what I'm saying otherwise try it for yourself come off the melatonin see if your brain adjusts um yeah just experiment but obviously don't go against doctor's orders I do have a client currently who takes melatonin but she takes it in the smallest possible amounts um to get herself to sleep and the reason why she's taking it is because she has adrenal issues so if you have adrenal issues and you have chronic issue chronic insomnia that's going to be a case where I'm going to say, okay, take your melatonin because it's going to be important. Because if you don't sleep, your adrenals are just going to continue getting worse. So it's it's a client by client thing. But overall, I don't recommend melatonin. So anyway, um, next week we will be talking about the nervous system, which I am actually very excited about. I thought I would be like overwhelmed by that topic, but I'm actually very excited about it because your nervous system really is a hugely important part of your body, obviously. It controls muscle muscle twitch movement. It controls my breathing, my speaking to you right now, my facial expressions, my hand movements. Your, your nervous system is just amazing. So I'm very excited to start talking about that. And again, if you have, if you don't follow me on Instagram, please do so because I... I don't talk about everything that I post here on the podcast. I just talk about the major topics that we discuss. And so on Instagram this week, we're talking about the pineal gland, but we're also talking about what is what fluoride is in, what fluoride does. We're talking about melatonin. We're talking about um, brain health in general. So that's going to be some good stuff that you guys might want to check out. So anyway, um, until then... Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope you have a beautiful life. Bye, guys.